Want to advertise big and build massive brand authority at the same time? It's easier than you think. Open Display by AdSymbol lets you advertise on digital billboards nationwide. Just go to OpenDisplay.com for a free account to get started. This is the Ad Hero Podcast. The podcast that reveals marketing tips, trends, and techniques by industry experts, insiders, and influencers. For years, AdSymbol has helped businesses develop and launch campaigns to amplify their message, establish authority, and earn their lion's share of the market. This podcast will help you design and supercharge your plan to make an impact with valuable lessons you can apply in your business today. To get more information or start now, visit AdSymbol.com. That's A-D-S-E-M-B-L-E.com. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome. Uh, this is another episode of the Ad Hero Podcast. We're here live from Tech Crunch Disrupt 2019. Uh, we'll put a date on that, right? We're here in San Francisco, and it's been a very, very special experience because we actually have a special treat for you today. It's called the guest, Dan Chan. Billionaire, wow. magician, master magician. Uh, and yeah, man, he's been a producer at places. Uh, help me out with this, but I have a short list. Uh, it was at uh, Oracle Open, at Tech Crunch. We've been here previous years. Boxworks uh, and then uh, VM World as well. And We're gonna get into all of. We want to hear all about that. But you know what, man? We gotta drop some quick knowledge because we know our listener base loves when we banter about the MCU. Mm-hmm. I just gotta jump right in. Hey, I'm excited to be here at Tech Crunch. But there's some even bigger breaking news that just dropped last week. Gino, what's that breaking news? Spider-Man's back in the MCU. Woo! <laughs> yes. Spider-Man is back in the MCU. That's I. You know what? That's that's great. But I want to talk to Tom Holland about that. Can we set that up? I wanna, oh, I did you see the video he posted on Instagram I about that? Tom Holland, open invitation to come be on the Ad Hero podcast. Tom Holland <laughs> posted the video uh, towards the end of the movie, The Wolf of Wall Street, okay. where, um, <laughs> where uh, Leonardo, Leonardo says, I'm not leaving. I'm not, not leaving. Been leaving. <laughs> now, but now, for our listener base, because we made a big deal, we literally like recorded a supplemental episode, special episode, special episode yeah. because we were so upset about the initial breaking news. So how many movies in total are they going to allow? So it's going to be two movies. And uh, the first movie... As of now, two uh, movies as of now. now. Uh, that'll probably really be it. Because what will probably happen is, is a good exit strategy for Tom Holland out here. Right. So there'll be a... Uh, instead of just one complete like drop off the cliff, there is a once more Spider-Man 3 movie for, to wrap up the trilogy. And then there's another movie... That will be non Spider-Man related to like Avengers or like a Excellent. Marvel. Excellent. Like There's rumors he might be in the Not Doctor Strange movie. Excellent. We need to do that, and then and then that will actually catalyst into this whole multiverse. Which actually now the rumor is that Sony's other properties of the Spider Verse or Venom Verse, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> will coincide with the MCU, and we'll have it so that. Um, it will be an alternate universe. So okay. Like Morbius, Venom, whatever, that's all in another universe. So Interesting. Like, going to be in like Kansas this time or something. You know, like, yeah, I was mad about San Francisco. Right. And then uh, Tom Holland will basically go into that universe and be moving there. That's, okay. That's yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad they could come together on a peace treaty here because this is really what the fans want. Yeah. And I think they heard the fans' feedback on Twitter loud and clear. And they probably heard that the uh, our special episode you know, on the matter. I mean, at the end of the 
day, money is going to talk, right? Yeah. And I think yeah. at that previous Big meeting, time. there were some probably egos involved. And, stuff. and then what it came down to was somebody said, you know what? Just look at this from a dollars and cents. Forget everything else. Does this make sense for us to pull out? Yep. And the answer was no. It doesn't make sense. We're going to shoot ourselves in the foot. So just doing well, that immediately gets in there. That, you know, and, and that's interesting you say that. See, see that's the, still the, the thing that no one really 100% knows. Because the original deal was Disney would come in, take, put up 50% of the cost, and then take 50% of the total gross. Um, and they didn't like that. Sony, Sony, Sony did not like that, yeah. And then the, the end deal was, okay, instead of 50%, 25%. I, th- I recall us literally like suggesting that that 50% offer was like the first offer and why aren't they just going back and forth? Like, so it sounds like they were able to come to that conclusion, right? And at then, least for two more films. And then, uh, as of two days ago, the rumor oh. that uh, Tom Holland had something to do with that. Oh, I'm sure he did. And that, and, and, and possibly the, the director too. But right. Apparently the director was kind of like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. I'm and just so he's happy. Like, he's like, guys, look, it's me. Toby Maguire. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually, they're considering bringing back no. for a multi No, please. No, please. Retire. <laughs> let, let him just play poker or whatever he does. Yeah. Yeah. Let him. Let him. Let him. Let him play Sea Biscuit. Let him do whatever. Hey, you know, real fast, just because we, we mentioned it on another episode, opening weekend of Joker, it's flying off the charts. People are saying amazing things about it. Switch over to the DC universe. Uh, but I am hearing it is a very, very dark film. You know, that's what. And that's so, are you guys looking forward to that? Like a really, really dark, dark, dark version of this? Okay. move towards this more mature way because mm. Marvel tackles these more mature themes. Uh, they're a little bit grittier, and it resonates well with audience. Okay. Now, DC just it, their their run at Justice League just proved that their their Boy Scout watered down version nobody cares about. <laughs> right. And if they try right. to make it like super serious, it doesn't work. Right. So if you take your darker elements and you start to ramp that up, like just put this out there right now, DC Animation, Warner Brothers, has been amazing. amazing. Nice. Before we got started, I was talking about Batman Hush, mm. which I haven't seen it, but my theory, and I haven't read this in the comic, my theory is that the, the main guy is actually uh, the Damian Wayne clone that you guys have to go back and catch up on. Right. If you guys haven't seen that, you guys got to watch Batman Bad Blood. But, nice. Yeah, but uh, that being said, I think that DC is now going to start to do a little bit more of these prettier films. We might see Nolan come back and wow. direct again. Wow. I love that. Wow. He did such a good job. Yeah, he did. He crushed it. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, Joaquin Phoenix, I hear he's already getting uh, Oscar nods. He's already he's already on short list. So I, I can't wait to go and see it. I have not checked it out yet. I will be posting about it after I see it. I won't, I won't spoil it for you. I'm surprised you didn't get a win. Gladiator, and he should have gotten yeah. something to swing a bat at CGI. Oh my god! Right, so, understand. <laughs> well, just to keep get us back on track here, we are at TechCrunch Disrupt. It's actually our seventh year uh, as an organization, Ad Symbol, being here at TechCrunch Disrupt. Uh, we're partners with TechCrunch Media Marketing Partners. Uh, they use our platform, Open Display, to do billboards to promote the show, and we wanted to make this episode uh, about conferences, right? Or if you're a small business out there listening to this episode of Ad Hero, and you're you're thinking about going to a conference, attending a conference, you know, having a presence at a conference, is it a good thing? How can you maximize that value, that investment? And so we have Dan Chan here, who has quite a bit of also experience in the conference space. And uh, I don't know, what guys, what, what questions do you have for Dan uh, about conferences? 
actually there's a lot of them. So one of my first questions is how did you actually get started with, with going to conferences and getting involved with those? Well, I saw a lot of people making major dollars doing magic at trade shows. And I saw that that was a big value add. So I analyzed their formulas and I created my own formula. I've heard stories about leveraging trade shows to really build contacts. But also, if you don't know, these trade show booths here are like twenty or $30,000 for just the exhibit here. So when you're spending that much money, if you're not supplementing it and you're giving away squishy balls or junk, you are really wasting your trade show dollars. So that's pretty much it. I realized that I wanted to follow the money, but I wanted to provide true value so people would hire me back again and again. You know, uh, you made a trick that I was involved with actually fairly recently. And as I've been here and talking to people, uh, they've been talking about you. And I go, have you seen Dan Chan? I'm like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, Dan Chan. You know, but you did a trick where you handed me a deck you handed some other people a deck of cards. You asked me to look and just see, okay, what's up, what's up? And you asked me to hold my deck to my chest. You had me look at them again. The cards were all different. That really made me feel weird. I could not figure out at all how you possibly did that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, really, you guys, if you haven't seen it, I mean, dude, uh, I'm going to do a quick plug for you. From what I've seen and observed alone, uh, I am happily shouting out dollars there bring you to like the next big event. Like I, I will fund you for <laughs> Dan and I had some fun yesterday. When we went outside in the front. In fact this is on my Instagram page, GG at symbol. GG at where him and I like we're outside with the Ask Jack girls and it's like a just like promo team. And we're, he's doing street magic. And he just wowed all five nice. It was just great. So Dan, how did you uh it, 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 how did you get started with magic, so to say, as well? I mean, you, you coming into these conventions, you saw an opportunity that you could fill. Uh, you definitely saw the money opportunity. But what was it that brought you into this realm in the first place? Yeah, I love the fact that I can be a brand ambassador. Before, when I first started, I was focused on them telling me what to do. But from an outside perspective, I saw that the numbers of badge scans, when we first started off, we had a directive, even for Matthew, as mm. we've gone through the years, he was like, scan those badges, get everyone signed up. But if you have it from the top directive and you talk to the CEO and you get that alignment, because they're usually the ones signing off on the dollars. Now I tell people, it's not about the number of badge scans. If the top guy is aligned with getting cultivating quality leads, that number could be one or two or three clients that are really valuable. Mm. So badge scans are not it. I have a lot of ideas. One is having a massage chair. And once they get in, they have to listen to your pitch. So mm. bringing in like marking out like some time, just giving out free massages, but then blocking out time for VIPs to get them to sit in your chair. Brilliant. You just say, oh, are there any spaces left? Oh, reserve some for yourself and your staff. Right. But give those spaces up for someone who walks by that looks like a qualified prospect, don't give it to everyone. You don't have to give it just a lot, a certain amount of time because you, you just get, everyone's throwing stuff at people yeah, yeah, and right. Right. you're giving stuff to people who are never qualified clients. Qualify your clients before you give up. You should have your candy jar 
out there for everyone. Swag Sam, the trick-or-treaters. That's a shout-out to another episode with Sam Cabert, who said at trade shows you have your giveaway for the trick-or-treaters, bowl of candy. You have your medium-tier product, uh, branded item, that you give out to a little bit higher-quality people. Then you hold a really nice thing behind the counter for the extremely qualified people that walk by. Maybe this massage share concept with VIP slots reserved can be that very thing. For certain and you know what? CEOs love massages, and I know that's secondhand. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I, 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 I just so want to give up massages to CEOs. Okay. okay. So, <laughs> in, in any case, great idea. You, that was one of my ideas because I am a brand ambassador, and I've, I've, I've looked at guerrilla marketing, and guerrilla marketing can be done in different ways. For example, when our booth was empty, I was walking around and we had people following me with video cameras sometimes. Yesterday, I performed for, I did two trade shows in a row. I worked for Boxworks. And we had no one. We had the smallest footprint. Mm. And they're like, hey, we're paying him. They said to the, one of the booth girls, follow him around. Give the flyers, but videotape. I found, I started creating massive crowds around me because I went to where the crowds were. Normally, if you walk up as a salesperson, you say, uh, here, learn about AdSymbol. They're going to say no, but can I show you a little bit of magic compliments of AdSymbol and Cognizer? They're not going to say no because they're waiting for something. Mm. They're on their phones. They're texting. They, at least they know who our brand is. Right. And they're giving them something free. And with a freaking amazement, they blow up and you see their face light up like a Christmas tree. I love when they come to the booth. Later on, I tell them, come on over to the AdSymbol booth. Then they come for the longer show. So they start coming for the longer show and that shows results because if you want to see my good stuff, come to the ad symbol booth. Hey, I got, I, I got a quick, like, you know, for a quick start guide, I'm thinking the small business that's out there listening to this, that's never gone to a trade show. I'm looking around this huge, massive warehouse and I'm seeing some booths that got light up things. And one of them even has live moss growing on its wall, which is insane. Yes. So, you, you know, you're seeing $100,000 plus designed things. And then you're seeing other tables that literally just the, the, the stock tablecloth with a few flyers. What would you say is the, if someone's just going to go for the first time, they want to put their toe in the water, they want to be conservative when they go to their first show, what are some basic things that they need to have success? What would you say from your experience? You need a brand strategy, something that's congruent with who you are. People give out these pens. Great. I have this pen from Moo, but I, I'm never going to think about it. Mm. So you want to amplify. There's certain things that will make your brand. Like, like let's say you're trying to recruit people and you're a really big growing company. Then you'd probably want your staff to be encouraged. You wouldn't want to hire a Steph Curry, which is a big mistake I think a lot of people do. Like they hired Joe Montana. There was a, a, a conference I just did. They hired Clay Thompson, I think. Oh, wow. And it's going to cost you probably $100,000. What did he do? And he just signed autographs. But for me, look at the value I bring. Yeah. I, we talked about strategy and long-term and qualifying the clients. When someone walks by, we want to know if they are a potential investor, if they are somewhere in our product map, or maybe yeah, they can be aligned. We pre-gamed everything. Right. So right. if you bring on a strategist to say, what, what are our goals? And, your staff members, we have salespeople to sell, but we also said, because this is TechCrunch Disrupt, we're thinking, let's dream a little bit big. Let's think maybe there might be some VC people who want to be strategically aligned 
and add money or an alliance, or right. maybe there's a company like a Verizon Ventures who's a little bit more established or city ventures where they're throwing in mm. the 50 or a hundred million dollars for a pre-seed before someone like a Facebook acquires, because there's a growth stage and you have to think about yourself as a company, where are you in that growth stage and what are your goals? If you do not come out with clear outline goals, you're wasting your trade show dollar. And I've seen so many companies waste that. And it's reflective of what they leave there. I'm going to tell you some of the best things we saw at this trade show. It, yeah, the drop it. The headshots. That was great. Everyone needs headshots. They had uh, well, who was the company right there? That was uh, Bumble. Bumble, Bumble, Bumble Friends, or something like that was giving away yeah. headshots. It's, it's all part of Bumble, but they were doing it specifically for their business, business section. Yeah, right. originally Bumble was a dating app for the female or when the women would reach out to males first. But this, yeah, right? Uh, but, but now they have a business side of it. Yep. So I look at this as I will, I'm, I, I personally gave a shout out on LinkedIn to Bumble Biz and also Box because I had headshots done there. And in between, because Matthew has been so generous, I, in between I was saying, this is sponsored by AdSymbol. I actually jumped in line and I said, can you hold my spot? I did 10 minutes of magic there and I kept on seeing AdSemble and Cognizer because they were my sponsors yesterday and I was over on the other side this morning and I got headshots. Mm. All the way along the line, I was throwing AdSemble. This mm. entire morning, I got to so many more people that I think I pretty much blanketed 50% mm. of the entire wow. crowd. And I, I wouldn't Bravo. say 100%, but Bravo. as a brand ambassador and yesterday night, I was on the line for food. When you leverage the fact that someone's spending so much advertising dollars you can leverage you don't want to compete against them like we my mentor he did he was a top trade show guy and i learned from him he was making twenty five thousand dollars a day at trade shows because he he can provide that value when people were giving away a hummer next to him he'd say congratulations to the person who just won the hummer but for those of you who didn't win, come on over to our booth because we're going to give away five thousand dollars. <laughs> and so, well, who do you want to be? The guy who's spending six times the trade show floor print because these are in like units. The trade show units of the smaller companies that are hiring me. They're they're looking at a hundred thousand dollar Hummers. Back in the day, they were giving away Hummers. Yeah. Back in the eighties, in the dot com boom, they just had money. They were flat. It was other people's money, but. If you're a smaller company, how do you leverage that? That's a multiplier effect. That's a leverage. When they've done that, in the end, they're just going to remember the contact and what your company does. And does it drive revenue? Does it, is it a meaningful contact? And when you find someone who's present in the moment, like myself, you've hired a brand ambassador who really is strategically aligned with your company's goals. Well, and I just want to say, that's why we've loved having you here at all at, for the last several years now, because it's such a unique offering and you're a valued friend of me personally and the company and, and, a, and a partner. And you just bring so much to the table. But I, I think when I'm also hearing what you're describing here is for the person that's out there just considering what should they do to spice things up, to really get that focus. I love the massage chair idea. But the brand ambassador, we've seen that with the, the, the Jack girls. We've seen that with a few different things, right? Yeah. But I think it goes back to original point. 
you got to have you have to match that person with the strategy. Yeah. You know, there's it, something that's uh, if I can interject. Yeah, there. please drop it. Yeah, something you guys uh, uh. really got my attention. I was floating around the first day, overwhelmed with all the stuff that was out here. It's very overwhelming. And amongst everything, I saw a neon sign. Nothing overstated. Just a neon sign that said "Narrative News." And I gave them a shout out because my interaction with them is amazing. Mm. Uh, at the top to Bro Johnson. Uh, she's from New Zealand, and Narrative News is, is a platform that matches you with books and movies and taste, but mostly driven uh, towards female audience and produced and written by, by women. But in our conversation, I told her, I was like, you know what? I was drawn to this light. She goes, yeah, you know, it's great because everyone comes over here like moths to flame, mm. and then everybody near me is really getting to enjoy it. And I noticed that as we were talking, there was uh, a hired brand ambassador from another company, and they just kind of saddled up to what was starting to happen around this light that, that was being drawn to. People saw it. Neon green light there, right? Mm. Uh, to me, it looked green. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, I noticed that brand ambassador, when they took advantage of that opportunity, this light was drawn to them, and then they were able to multiply the conversations by simply inserting themselves into whoever was not 100% engaged because there's only so many people able to have a conversation. Mm. Right. Uh, so I thought that was an, an amazing thing to watch happen. And especially, I think what you do, I see that as the idea of taking it to the next level. Because mm. not only is it, hey, I'm here at your thing, you're focused on what's here. Let me take you to my thing. Nice. And like you said, give them a big show. Yeah. You got anything to add on to that, Gina? I do. Well, first of all, I like everything you've got in here. Bring up the mic because I want to be very clear here. Uh, I'm really, I'm really working on my own personal communication, and I believe it's kind of resonating out into my workplace as well. Excellent. So first of all, yeah. I, I agree with you, and I also agree with you. Um, everything you guys are saying, 100% spot on. I would like to add something that I noticed this year and last year, mm. and that is if you're going to have a company at a trade show, this is one. Spend lots of dollars. You have to make it be correct. Yes. Yeah, okay. For a short time. Right? For a short time. Yes. A return on investment return. and relationships. So, does it make sense to have someone who's very technical? Like, let's say it's a, I don't know, we'll just say it's a widget. And you have this new widget that, that, that's coming down the market. Does it make sense to have someone try to sell you on the technical side? Or about what it can do. Mm. And see, I'm, I'm reading this book right now. I forget what it's called, but it's basically about how Steve Jobs, how he would sell Apple. And he wouldn't sell it like, oh, th this is a computer, this is what it does. No, no, no. It's about, this is how it's going to change your life yeah. or make your life better. And most people here, and I'm, a, I, I'm not afraid to say this, but most people here who are, who are at, at these booths, cannot sell their product Amen. Well to me. Interesting. And yeah. Luckily, key takeaway for someone listening to this, if you're going to come to a trade show, if you're gonna come key, to a trade, key thing from Gino here. If you're going to come to a trade show, you should have like your marketing people, your, your, your sales people, those, those brand ambassadors that we met, yeah. you know, just someone who can sell. But obviously you would want to have a CEO, hopefully, because a lot of these are startups. I get it. But... You're here, you're trying to make an impression 
You're, you, you're spending all this money. Don't let it go to waste. I've had people in like some of these, these big boots here. These giant That's still that being sold. Like, well, you know, we're a, a system analytics and it, 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 it coincides with the AI. Yeah. You walk away feeling like I can understand you. Right. But what it really is is okay, you're just trying to make my work life simple. Why don't you just say that? And they can't they cannot convey their message and they need someone who's grounded outside of a company. A lot of times what I like what you guys do is you've started giving out brand brand audits about right. helping yeah. people amplify Henry Kaminsky, doing. if you're listening, we're gonna have you on the podcast <laughs> soon, sir. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I love the fact that you, with some of the customers that you that have been walking up to you, you have been helping them add value, not just in billboards, but t- telling people like the strategies that you came up with right. um, about buying a billboard. Because a lot of small business owners, they do it for the ego play. They're like, hey, I want my name in lights, which is great. We do do that. We are ego driven. We have right. our purposes. But when we do that, you might like, remember the strategy we came up with, Matthew, where- yep. We knew that this business owner wanted to, she had it set in her mind to have two weeks. And we said to her, hey, it's probably not going to make a difference. And we're fighting. And we, we spent about four hours going back and forth between whether it was one week or two weeks. And she really only had the budget for two weeks. But the point that we came with the realization of buying one week and then paying $5 to put this on her Facebook post and boost the post and her friends could see it and target by zip code and geography. So the out of the box thinking that ad symbol has been adding to these business owners who were on a budget. I love the value add that you guys provide in the terms of that brand audit. And that is revolutionary in terms of thinking. What what were you, what were you going to add? Erish? I felt like it was something right on the tip of your tongue. You want to add about what Gina was saying too, is in terms of like, just speaking in common tongues, so it, it, not being overly technical. Yeah. Exactly in the way that Gino was talking about, I'm going to put this in a very simple manner. There's a long way to say this, but the short version of it is, you need to have your office space calm. Hmm. You need to have it know, what's your job here? He's, Tom goes, I talk to the customers, Yes. The engineers don't act. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have your office space talk. <laughs> I love it. And one person who who was very clear about what they did. In fact, you and I met this person, our newest listener, Britain. Yes. From Boeing. 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 Yes. Shout out Brittany Shout Boeing. Out to Brittany. Yeah. Yes. She was very clear about what happened and she made the presentation fun. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think that's another key thing is speak in common terms that people can understand, not overly technical jargon. Also, people are being inundated with literally over 500 new ideas in one giant space. So what I personally like to do, a strategy I like to deploy is I just like to give a person a handshake and just ask them how they're doing. Yeah. Ask them how their day is going. I like to make, even if I'm only going to speak with them because it's so many people are walking through, I have to only budget, but a few couple of minutes of time. And I have to move on to the next person that is looking for some, what we do. I try to make that two minutes very personable and very valuable in the terms of like, I'm a human, you're a human. This trade shows big. It's overwhelming. Well, let's, well, let's just, let's just have a real conversation here. Even if it's only for two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. If you do that, if you do that, when you get done with a whole two day event, you will legitimately walk away with a handful of really good 
connections, foundational connections that you've made that you can carry the conversation forward. And those can become your real customers. Can I to our horn here? It, it is. Utilizing these tactics. And we've had a couple of days here. Uh, I've been in and out a little bit more than the running gun, right? Sure. Uh, but in conversations like that, I talked to a woman here who takes the band and taught me a magic trick. Not a magic trick, but a card trick. <laughs> I hit a woman in the face with a card. Oh. And Ouch. Kind of talking, right? Ouch. But we really hit and so, <laughs> no pun intended. You're in a But to fast forward the story, we had a great interaction. She told me about this thing where she was trading items to get better and better items of value. Interesting. And so I took that and I saw something that somebody had. And I was like, no, I kind of want that. I don't want to pay for it. I'm going to trade it. So I approached these guys based on this trade aspect, not talking about the business. Yep. Wow. Now comes your question. So what do you do? Oh, well, come with me, I'll show you. All right. Yes. Very organic. Yes. Very organic. Now at this point, that resulted in them considering a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar campaign with this display. And that was not my goal. My goal, full disclosure, I wanted a second half of the sandwich. Sure. <laughs> I had a similar incident. I had a similar incident. I was at the guys at Sock Club and some other places, and uh, I was asking for the socks, and there were these Google Chrome socks at a thanks to the guys at Sock Club. So I was like, hey, can I get those uh, socks? And they're like, uh, no, we're going to give them to you at the end of the trade show. And one cool uh, trade show hint is have fun. You know, there's a lot of swag, but um, at the end, they give away a lot of stuff, especially food. But I, the lady, she had her socks off, and she's like, can I get one of your bags? And I was like, I just picked it up on another one. And they had their socks. I said, it's over there. And I said, wow. you know, do me a favor. I said, I'll trade you for my bag for your uh, socks that they weren't giving away. So she ended up giving me her Google Chrome socks oh, th- that, they, that she wasn't supposed to give away. But I gave her my bag, and I walked back over to get another bag. So I did a small thing, and she went, it was a win-win-win. <laughs> yeah. The value behind the actual connection, not to come to a trade show, yes. to pitch, yes. not to sell. Not, definitely learn, definitely learn. Yeah. But when you go out and just that connection, and I definitely see a lot of that behind everything you do. I mean, you're connected. I've only ran into two people who, mm. you know, you walk up to somebody and say, hey, what's the magic trick? One of the two people who are just like, no, nah, I had a bad experience. Just don't, I don't do magic. Like, wow. Okay, okay. I'm not going to push, but. Besides that, I don't know anybody, for example, with your expertise, say no to the magic And I'll tell you why people say no to a, a magic trick. It's you've done it in the wrong way. Like, I even pick people's pockets, but I should make them smile and I relax. <laughs> and I, I frame it in a way that it's, it, that, that's, it's like I make it so fun that they don't mind that I'm stealing stuff off of them. But if you, Full if, disclosure, he gives it back. And, and it's a cool trade show swag because if you're on a budget and you don't want to give out stuff that they don't want, I say, you're going to win up front. We're giving out, like yesterday we were giving out uh, for a Cognizer.ai. They were giving out, they had a limited budget and they had these grain things that they pre-bought. And I think that's the worst thing to do. But I, I said, give them, let's print out decks of playing cards. Matthew, when we get rid of all our uh, bottles, we're going right. to get cards right. so we can right. give out that single. Do you know what happened? People tell me that they keep that single card that they signed right. eight years later. I'm not even right. asking you to give – I tell people, you don't even need to give away a whole deck of plants. Right. You could just have me doing the trick and give them what one – if you want to skimp on budget, we can right. give them one card. Right. But if they're keeping with them for eight years, 
what type of emotional impact that did you just make for them yeah. to keep that in their wallet? Yeah, That's right. real estate. So yeah. in terms of, yeah, but if you can create a memory or someone saying, hey, I remember going to a Tim Ferriss party and there was a lady who said, I saw you, I saw you eight years ago at the same party wow. and, and this is wow. what the impact. Wow. Talk about brand ambassador. Well, but it, you need it, magic that's so strong. If I could just, because uh, we're running short on time here, I, if I could just maybe help our listening audience with a quick recap, and we'll put everything in the show notes too. But what I, the collective here that I'm hearing from everyone is have a, have a battle plan, have a game plan before you even arrive, have a strategy about who's going to be in attendance, right? Could be a new customer, could be investors, whatnot. Have, have, someone, have a brand ambassador there. Definitely have marketing people there and a brand ambassador, someone that can speak common language, okay? Try to develop meaningful connections with every single person that walks by, okay? And don't get overwhelmed by the thousands of people that you might have missed. You know, be satisfied with the really good connections you've made, even if it's but a handful, and really try to develop those beyond the show, into something, right? Is that a pretty yeah, good recap? I can add one more piece to that. Yeah. Once the time comes for you to start talking about yourself and your product, mm. right? At that point, uh, actually, I actually forgot I was going to tell you, it was super, super poignant because Dan had pointed it out. I know. Simplify, uh, sim- simplify it, be organic, what? Yeah, actually. Don't oversell yourself? Yeah. Like, qualify them in your conversation. Okay. Yes. yes. Oh, very and, good. And Remember a lot of times. Very good. Been- Right. We've been walking past and it's, you can find out who your ideal demographic, but when they ask you a question, sometimes answer it or sometimes ask the question back to them. Because notice that we have Korea and some people, the, the first thing that people did when they didn't, and there was a lot of people from Asia, they're not going to buy a billboard. And if you spend your time wasting, wasting telling them, oh, going through the, right. telling yeah. you're giving them all, they don't even live in America. And we're, yeah. and we made yeah. that mistake the first couple of years. We, yep. we said, Trial sign up for this. But now it's like, show them a magic trick, smile, or even sit back and reserve our energy for the clients that count. Because well, this is a long day. Yeah. Our, our you got a final thought? I, I do yeah. have one final thought. Yeah, I'm going to take the mic. And uh, Nick, if I can steal a close up right here. Gino's ready for his close up, Mr. DeVille. Literally like our guy in the chair, like yeah, like Oracle. Yeah, yeah. Today, yeah. today he is our producer. So this is really this is you no. Know, I talked about lines about making things simple so that uh, you know you can easily talk about your product. And one line that the tech industry loves to use, and it even was uh, made kind of fun of on the show Silicon Valley. Stop using the line, making the world a better. Right. <laughs> How played out is that? Right, right, right. Good, <laughs> good point. Final like, thought, Eric. Shit is. Start using the line. I'm here to fix your problems. Eric, yeah. anyways, like that. Uh, <laughs> Dan, you got a final thought, man, for our listening audience on trade shows. Come up with a game plan. Think about your goals and objectives objectives think about your strength weakness opportunity and threats on the trade show a lot of things are happening come up with a game plan and it helps if you can talk to people who have been there and done that i'll be more than happy to give you an audit on what your trade how to maximize your trade show dollar so yeah how can people get in contact with you i'm at dancanmagic.com 
You can see that I'm working at Instagram on Jan Chan Magic. You can see the trade shows that I've been to, what I'm doing. Right. Uh, and I'm also I'm online at BayAreaDinnerShow.com. So if you want to hear a little bit more about my life story, autobiographical magic show, I, I feel that he who tells the best story in life wins. Whoa. Hey, sorry about that, fellow heroes. Um, looks like we had some major audio loss going on over there. But it was a huge treat getting to go to TechCrunch Disrupts 2019. It was a, uh, a lot of fun hanging out with Dan Chan, the billionaire's magician. Um, so again, catch up with Dan at uh, Dan Chan Magic on social channels. Uh, you can also catch him at BayAreaDinnerShow.com. And as always, you can keep up with us on uh, the usual social channels at handle adhero podcast uh, as well as facebook.com slash ad hero podcast all right everyone uh, that's all we had for you from tech crunch disrupt 2019 we'll be back with another episode coming up in a week so we look forward to being able to talk again until then stay well you've been listening to another episode of the ad hero podcast if you like what you hear please share with a friend family member or a weird co-worker down the hallway we're easy to reach if you want to get in touch with us on social media at handle adsemble. That's A-D-S-E-M-B-L-E. Also, you can join our Ad Hero community on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash adhero.